0: welcome back to another episode of make it make sense a show where comedy conspiracy and spirituality all meet boy do i have a treat for you guys on this episode nick comes back for a second round he is uh, actually my officially my co-host so welcome him to the team of make it make sense glad to have him uh we talk about hillary clinton the the war on drugs. We talk about human trafficking and the connection between all of those. So very, very good episode for you guys. It is a little bit of a long one, so be mindful, but it's quality stuff. Um, Without any further ado, enjoy the show, guys. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to another episode of Make It Make Sense. I am your host, Zayit Ponce. Welcoming back for a second time, my co-host, Nick Schwarzer. Talk to him. What's going on, man? Man, just glad to be here. You know, glad to be here. Um, I was supposed to record one last week. You were in Vegas. Yep. uh, And then I had just a long, long week. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a day off. Nick's not here. So I was like, fuck it. We'll we'll do it next week. So here we are on episode number three. Um, On the pre-show, Nick was just telling me about his trip. I got to say, I'm excited. I want to go to Vegas now. Yeah, (laughs) you you
1: definitely do, man. It's uh, basically anything you want, you can get there very, very easily. It's uh, an interesting spot. Lots to do.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a
1: it's it's it's. I'm
0: intrigued, you know. I'm intrigued uh, for sure, just because it it sounds it sounds almost like a dangerous place. It just like anything goes. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: on the surface everything's safe, but under the surface, it I, I it would be a safe bet to say there's a lot of organized crime out there for sure.
0: Oh, things, you, things that are illegal. That that would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. I mean, it's known as Sin City, and in some shape or form, like prostitution is legal, right? So essentially, or how does that work? Do I'm,
1: I'm not exactly sure, but what people were talking about it and within the county that Las Vegas is in, it is not legal. But in all in in Nevada in general or the surrounding counties, it, it is legal. Okay, So it's kind of weird. You know, it's like, how, how are you going to prevent Las so Vegas from having That
0: makes OK, so it's kind of like to me, it sounds like because I've seen like videos of just like I, I don't even I can't really recollect off what, but I've just seen like police just basically shooing away like you know street workers right sometimes they'll they'll post up and they're just like shooing them away like not really like arresting them or you know so i I guess it's just kind of like if they do arrest them it's just that cop's being an asshole that day and it's just trying to right get maybe some
1: financial sort of something that'll come from it you know for for the uh the precinct or whatever yeah there's probably an internal policy just to kind of like you know, if it's out in the open and obvious, probably do something, but don't. They're not actively going after people. Like yeah. can- cannabis is illegal there, and uh, but you're not allowed to smoke it in the streets. Right. But if somebody does catch you, they they kind of like blow it off. They pretty much tell you like like, come on, man. If you're going to smoke it, you have to be in your that's, own house. That's but, Biden's
0: phrase. Come on,
1: man. Right. Dude, <laughs> there's like two hundred thousand people there at any time smoking. Like, what do you expect these people to do? So, yeah,
0: yeah, it's like that. I mean, I feel you, I feel like that's what most people do as well. In in the states that do allow or have decriminalized weed, I mean, shit, people do it in illegal states. Like people walk down the street and smoke weed. And yep. Like they have, it, there's no law to protect them. You know. Yeah. So, I, it that that actually brings an excellent point because this this isn't what I was planning on talking about, but I just do want to go off in a quick tangent. Like the war on drugs,
1: dude, it's
0: horrible. The war on drugs. Yeah. What the
1: fuck, man? <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to look it up. Uh, I mean, the number of people that are incarcerated right now for drug crimes is astronomical. Yeah, I'm
0: for like, nonviolent drug drug right. related crimes that, and like we're not even keep in mind, people like we're not even talking about like a narco, like a big a big time, you know, kingpin, just like your local dope boy, just trying to sell, you know, his dime bags and 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 A-fies.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that, especially cannabis, I mean, people, the average person gets that cannabis doesn't really hurt you, and it doesn't turn you into a crazy person. It doesn't yeah. make you go out kill people and all that other stuff, but there's thousands and of thousands people of incarcerated. people incarcerated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it really
0: is insane, but it's like, there's this, look at this meme, it says, we would like to congratulate drugs, and it's a Muppet. I don't know if you guys seen the meme, listening
1: for winning the war on drugs. Look at this shit. We would like to congratulate drugs for winning the war on drugs. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're (laughs) fighting something that it's not going to stop. It hasn't slowed down one bit. I mean, yeah, I think like the total worldwide drug trade is like trillions of dollars worldwide. It's People love it, dude. Yeah. It goes back. I mean, we've been using psychedelics and tobacco and marijuana and, and these plants for thousands of years and you think that you're just gonna pull up into like yeah. modern times and be like, all right, everybody, it's illegal to use these drugs. Like right. but okay, but alcohol's okay. You know, you can- Right, alcohol
0: cigarettes. And like this isn't like I'm not trying to glorify drugs by any means. Like I, I really believe and I mean, you know, those that know me know I'm a cannabis consumer myself, but I I believe everybody has the option and the free will, if you choose to, like, I don't look at anybody any different if they choose not to consume cannabis, just because I do doesn't mean like I look at them not doing it as like being a bad thing or being anything. It's like they know themselves, like that's their decision, you know, and you look at countries that have, isn't there countries that have like for the actual people who have real problems, which... You Always gotta look at things for what they are. So like if we really go deep, like the people that do hard drugs and then you have like opioid, right. um, the, the opioid epidemic that kills thousands upon thousands of people every year that are drugs that are prescribed to you. Yep. You know what I mean? That are just the doctor warns you that they're they're addicting, but like you still gotta take it as as prescribed in for everybody's different, everybody's brain chemistry is different, that yep. prescription could be just enough to get you, like, oh, shit, like, I want this and I want, and then you just, it's its a spiral. Yep. You know, it's a spiral, and that shit, that shit is dangerous, and you have different countries for, like, the, the people that use, like, meth and all this hard, like, core shit, they have, like, uh safe zones for them, you know, so that they can have clean needles and stuff like right. that, like, because somebody who is, like, a crackhead is not going to stop being a crackhead from the tomorrow like right. if they if they really like if they really want to come out of that lifestyle they can i feel like that you know like they're gonna need help and it's gonna be like you know yeah. like a bunch of variables that play like just yeah. a strong determination and willingness yeah. from that individual but crack is le- illegal so if you go to a crackhead right now and you tell them hey you know crack is illegal oh shit i gotta stop doing crack yeah that's not gonna be yeah. his mentality you yeah, know that's, that's like, like, older people. <laughs> So it's like, we just got to be really real with, like, because people get so attached to their emotions about, well, I don't agree with meth users and and, and cocaine and marijuana and, blah, blah, blah. and like, that's fine. Like, that's perfectly fine. Like, that's, that's, that's okay. Like, if that's what you believe, that's what you believe. Right. But your lack of agreement with it isn't going to stop the person that is, life is consumed and addicted to it
1: from engaging in that behavior, no matter what it costs them. Right. And ultimately you can't decide what people do for themselves i mean somebody taking meth isn't affecting anybody but them um you know i mean i guess it could like hurt a family situation yeah you got a kid or whatever i mean there are responsibilities yeah i mean
0: when you start choosing that yeah i mean because it has health obviously like things like it's gonna fuck you up but once it starts like that over your financial um responsibilities
1: Mm -hmm. then that's a spiral down fast you know yeah Yep. So yeah, I have it pulled up here. This is the federal Bureau of prisons. You can look it up. It's BOP.gov United States. It was updated last Saturday, the August 22nd, 2020. Uh, the percentage of inmates in the United States for drug offense offenses makes up 46.2% of all people locked up. What was that? 46.2% of yeah. people in prison right now are there for drug offenses it is it's astronomical there's a chart here and uh you know it's a it's a bar graph chart there's a bunch of different things we got banking burglary uh, courts uh, yeah courts and corrections extortion homicide immigration miscellaneous national security robbery sex offenses weapons explosives and arson and out of all these lists the drug column is towering over all the other columns it's- that is that is ridiculous i if you
0: if you go to this website and you look at this for yourself it is like
1: it is ridiculous like that graph is just like and this doesn't seem like all of it so it says like number of inmates um next to the drug offenses it says 68,000 um i feel like there's millions of people locked up in the united states so these i don't think these numbers all the way add up it might this might be like a specific snapshot of an area or something but either way if you, if you extrapolate that data to whatever the total number is i mean it's, it's it's a lot man 46% almost half and uh of yeah
0: prison incarcerations are due to nonviolent
1: drug related crimes right yeah it uh it doesn't make sense like you were saying earlier there's some countries that do it differently uh the netherlands i respect them a lot same way like if you're addicted they have clinics just like they'll have like um, child clinics or whatever, where you can get free protection here in the United States, uh, sex p- protection. Um, you know, like over there, they have you know clinics where you can go get free needles if you're addicted. Like you, you could get the free counseling, or if you wanted to get out of it, or they'll give you the clean stuff to so you don't spread disease. It's just it feels like the smart thing to it's, do. It's it's a
0: more conscious outlook on it. I feel like because yeah, this I, I it's just a different approach, you know. It's very different from, from what we know here. But I also feel like that just falls into the prison industrial complex, right?
1: No, i mean look at those numbers.
0: It's it's, it's right
1: there in your face. Like it's inevitable. All this stuff plays into itself. It's a system. It's like, yeah, we're going to make all these things illegal, all these drugs illegal. We're going to have people in certain States that own prisons and they're incentivized to keep them full because it's a business. Um, yeah, it, it, all the the police and the prison system and the laws they all go hand in hand, and like you were saying with pharmaceuticals, that goes into effect as well. Yep. Like, why uh, why would you make heroin legal if you want everybody to be taking your OxyCon? You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it, it's, rough, <clears throat> it's real, man. It's real, man.
0: Excuse me, it's real, man. It's real, like. And for those people, because that's a term that I feel like gets kind of uh, tossed around, but I pulled it up just, just so I could have the verbatim for the people listening. The term prison industrial complex derived from the military industrial complex of the 1950s describes the attribution of the rapid expansion of the U.S. intimate population to the political influence of private prison companies and businesses that supply goods and services to Government prison agencies for profit.
1: It should be illegal. It doesn't. Long story short, new slaves. Yeah, yeah. Most of the people, yeah, that's what they're doing. They're they're using these people for work and they pay them like a dollar an hour. And yeah, it's just, (laughs) it benefits from all angles, man. You're making money in the prison, you're making money on side stuff. It's, It's,
0: yeah, because it's, and that's like a real problem. And it's crazy how. We didn't even plan this, but I know exactly how like I'm, I'm gonna tie it to, to like together to what we talked about in the pre-show. Because if you look, man, we there's still forms of imperialism today, and then like slave, uh, slave labor, slave wage pay. As far as just like when you look at it, so uh, just like we talked about, so many inmates, and you know they do have these private prisons that profit off these people like you know you always see like the stereotype of them making license plates a license plates a few hundred dollars when you go to the dmv
1: yeah that's the shit. and everybody has
0: one right right you know they probably made five cents like for each license plate they make probably literally each one gets flipped for hundreds of dollars that's just like the stereotype you there's no there's no telling what other types of stuff to do and that's here in the us you know, so who are you saying are making these license plates? The, the uh the prison inmates. Oh, they the, are. Yeah. Oh, so it was just you yeah, know. Yeah. So that that's what it says for like the profit oh, for labor and stuff you, like that. Got you. But you flip that and you look at, you look at Nike shoes. Everybody loves Nike. I love oh. Nike. Yep. You know, but you look at just that's just one example. You know that you have this Asian labor that gets just paid pennies dollar on paying. the dollar, just like dirt. I heard that they they have people that make the iPhones. I mean I have an iPhone. It's like we're like Yeah, same deal. It's like, you know Is it all
1: China iPhone and, and Nike or is it? Well to-
0: see, every time I buy I open up the iPhone boxes like design in California, made in China.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's bullshit.
0: It really you is, know? man. It really is. And
1: so it's just like,
0: damn, it's just like I don't know. It's just I feel like we we just gotta talk more about it and we gotta be able to try to find alternative uh sources of like getting our things because it really is a problem, man. And that like, that's, that's one form of like slaves, another form of slaves, is like um, human trafficking.
1: Yep. You know? Yeah, Rarely talked about. Human trafficking. It's very hard to find information on human trafficking. That is, that's one of the biggest
0: problems that we face in, in modern history. I feel like from what I've read, it is increased now more than ever like at any point like just more because it's like it's like another like billion dollar trillion dollar black market industry
1: yeah I heard it's like yeah <clears throat> tens of billions of dollar per year industry um
0: yeah you know what I think um why it's so lucrative and how it really works so I feel like one of the aspects is like so you'll have like gangs which is like the bottom of the like the um power structure Right for mm-hmm. like human trafficking. Yeah. So like you'll have gains because we live in North Carolina. You and you know like every now and again you'll see on like uh, social media like things will pop up like this person is missing, that person is missing, or somebody tried to do this, somebody to, you know, I seen it some, on somebody's ring, in uh, Briar Creek in North Carolina, where like this these girls are getting home late and do like you can see them in the camera trying to like sneak up on them and shit like that, trying to nab their ass. Damn. Greenville. Has been a hot zone. Charlotte has been a hot zone. Mm. Like Greensboro, like that's just in our state. So I feel like these like low life as like gangs, fucking mm. kidnap people right. and then the people are hiring them yeah. and they just like send them up. Like right. they just get funneled. They up. sell the people. Yeah, like a slave yeah. to somebody
1: up and then they they go to wherever their final destination is. They're like a product and whatever somebody wants them for, they get bought at that price. I
0: think for imagery, like to me, like the closest thing of what I'm trying to convey is like, if you guys seen the movie taken. Yep. And yep. you know how like they get, she gets nabbed and yep. like, she's getting bid by like rich people. Exactly. And it's just like some yes. elite shit.
1: That's exactly
0: how. It yeah. Is. And I feel like that's, that's, it's some fucking, what was it? Some like Russian gangster or French gangster, or whatever, like nabbed yep. her ass and she got funneled up. Yep. And I feel like that's what happens. And that happens worldwide. Yep. And it's like, children and women and sometimes even men and the men usually is for like uh the organ the black market right there's there's organ and organ harvesting uh,
1: there's labor in a lot of countries not as much in the united states but in uh poor countries like uh well it just well asia and uh, africa i mean it's like uh domestic labor like they get people to they they buy them to work in your house and clean your house and stuff yeah like yeah but here in the united states it's 80 percent of the people Children and, and women are, uh, they're used for sex. Yeah. So, yeah. The United States is the big, big sex one. The rest of the world is using it for organs and labor and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. That shit is crazy,
0: dog. Like, but that's real. Like, that's really real. And I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough. It doesn't. But that shit is really real. Like, that shit happens all the time,
1: everywhere. Yep. Like. Yep. I mean, we were in Vegas and we didn't do this, but of course people were talking about it. This is Sin City. And it seems like the going price to have sex with an escort there was about a thousand dollars. And if you think like, just think, extrapolate the numbers, like one time sexual encounter is worth a thousand dollars. Like how much is it worth for an entire human that you own? That's, that's, yeah. As a sex slave. As a sex slave or yeah. Like a use and dispose thing. Like they're probably paying tens of thousands of dollars per person. And then, I mean, you know, the evidence is hard to see on this, but you know, who can afford that sort of thing? Like obviously only elites, and people yeah. making like tens, hundreds, billions of dollars, something like that. Um, yeah, the, yeah, there's probably I mean, a big network out there of rich people buying bro, humans. Here's a fact for you. Here's a fact
0: for people like these guys are fucking moonballs balls, <laughs> you know, um, don't be afraid. <laughs> David Rockefeller. It was the world record for most heart surgeries in one person. Really? Dude's had like seven heart transplants. How old is he? I thought it was 8. Um honestly, I don't know if he was if he's still alive cuz I knew this like information a while ago. Okay. I think he Okay, so look. It, it, he had a dude as he said he, he broke the record for most heart transplants at age 101. This was in, in September 8, 2016. Damn, this guy has
1: to be dead by now. Yeah, he, I mean, if you've had that many, but like- he
0: might not be because I could have swore he had eight and it only popped up at seven. Mm-hmm. So, what if you got another one after that? Dude refused to die. Where do you get seven or eight hearts from, bro? Exactly. Yeah, like, and you know, he if he's rich enough to have had seven heart transplants, I also mind the last name, but, but on yeah. your 10 full hat guys. He's a Rockefeller, Rothschild. There's 13 elite families. I'm not saying that. What are you saying? Right,
1: right, yeah. But- I'll, I'll own most of the, the the banks, the head banks in like 130 countries worldwide. Nah, they don't have enough money to uh, do anything like that. Right. It's yeah. a drop in the bucket. Yeah, he's dude. not
0: a central bank owner. He's not in charge of the Rockefeller uh public school um, <laughs> education setup for the country. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the wealth that these people have is astronomical. You can't even you can't even Nan- the content.
0: Nancy Pelosi talks about trillions of dollars like it's nothing.
1: Right, yeah, just <laughs> throw it around, you know. Like, yeah, let me get a trillion to uh, do like, some what? bullshit. No,
0: okay. No thanks. I, I wish. So look, bro, he died in March 2017.
1: Mhm.
0: That was only 3 years ago. Mhm. That's that's insane. Like, how old was this
1: man? yeah let me see yeah i uh i would get a transplant but i don't think it would ever i would ever choose to have yeah i couldn't get it from was like, like
0: 102
1: 103 when he died 102 103 yeah yeah i'm kind of on a tangent seven I'd... bro seven heart transplants yeah how do you even where do you get that? like
0: where do you get fucking six hearts from seven hearts from yeah. So, you've had that's why. Okay, that's why I had the number eight because he's had seven heart transplants. That means he had one original heart, so it was eight total hearts this man has had in his fucking life. Insane. That's a, that sounds like some demon shit, bro. Like, how you got eight hearts in one lifetime, right? And I, I'd like to know the that period, just sounds some weird. That just sounds weird as fuck to me,
1: bro. Yeah, the period of time that he got these in, like, you know, it could, it, you know, maybe he needed his first one. In how do you survive all seven, times? bro? That's what I'm saying. Like how could you how could you have seven hearts cut out of you and you still keep going? Like that's like you've been heartless. Yeah, Seven definitely. times seven you've been times. heartless. And I wonder how long. It probably takes a few minutes to switch them out. You know, they put oh, you on ice, I hear. They put you on ice. That's wild. Freeze you down, just just above freezing. And then everything slows down. They do the thing, they warm you back up, start it up, and yeah. Crank you back up like a car. Yeah. That's that wild. It really is. Bro.
0: Shout out Sam Tripley. Go check him out on Tenfold Hat. He has no idea who I am. But he's inspired me a lot. He's got a cool show. Um, but the reason why I say this because he always says this, and I feel like it's so true. It's like life is so much more interesting than we think it is, than what we're told it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I he says that all the time, and I truly believe it, dude. Like once you start finding out how this world really works, it is so much more interesting than you think it is bro it's it's just like some shit you just like how what it just leaves you just like even speechless at moments i feel like when you just start exploring yeah start the looking world. looking for the truth and yeah. like looking out, looking
1: at finding out facts about things like it can you know, reignite that curiosity and you you had as a kid when yeah. you were learning stuff it's uh it's better to live that way i think
0: that's why some people are just so against it like just I mean, the thought of anything being out of what you've been told. out of what their reality is to be like, it's, it would just be shattering to them.
1: Yeah, it's scary. You it's know? scary to think that there's something, there's stuff going on that you don't know about, and there's other realities. I mean, yeah, it's unsettling.
0: It's 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 crazy, man. It it, it is, but like life is interesting. Life is interesting. Seven heart transplants these guys had. So that to me, like I don't know, like it just kind of like that, that's just an interesting point. Organ harvesting is true.
1: Um, I'm not a, you guys are going to be like, this guy's a fucking, huh? no, I mean, no, look like but in China, in I, China, when they execute you, if they give you lethal injection and this, this drug they give you, it acts on your heart only. So after, and you have no rights after they execute you, I mean, if you've been put to death, you're done. Uh, they, they lethally inject you, your heart stops, you die immediately. They harvest all the organs that they want out of your body, except for the heart, because it has the drug in it. All right. And that's it. It doesn't matter who you are. I, I remember hearing a story a few years back. This billionaire, he got hit for white collar crimes. They decided that he was to be executed. They have these vans and it basically has like a hydraulic bed in it, like a medical bed. They take you outside. The bed comes out of the back of the van and leans down at an angle. They strap you to it. It pulls you inside. They shoot you up. You're dead right there. They pull out all the organs they want, put them on ice. That's it. Send, toss your body out to the, to the cemetery or wherever the hell they put you. It's savage, man. That's wild. And I mean, one organ is tens of thousands of dollars, depending on the quality and what 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 it goes for. Yeah, it's yeah. China has some shit going on. I think it's like popular, like oh, to be like a white guy in the U.S. Back, like, ah, oh, fuck China, man. That's some right. bullshit. But that's not a good country. <laughs> they're uh, yeah, they're, they, it's they, sketchy it's, out there. And look, they execute Chi- the most amount Chi- of people China, in the world.
0: China, they're Chinese. The Chinese people are beautiful. They're great people. Uh, I love their culture. Oh, yeah. I love no, I'm not their, talking you know, about the people. But we need to clarify. You right, right. know, yeah, so yeah. you know, the Chinese people are, you know, I, I and I don't just say that. Like I, anybody that knows me knows that. Just in general, I'm a big fan of Asian culture. Uh, I love Asian food, all types of cuisine, and I, 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 they they have such a beautiful artistry, you know. And what we're talking about is a regime that they're under right, right. now. It's, it's just, it's, country just country a, it's just a, it's just a corrupt governmental regime that, you know, enforces all these crazy rules,
1: excuse like me, that. sorry about that. And stuff like that, you know, so yeah, it's the government's man, it's, this is not. Um, eh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking about the population. I'm not saying like, yeah, there's a billion Chinese people out there. and They're all bad people and whatever. <laughs> and, but no, I mean, if it, especially I mean, we live in two different realities. In the United States, we actually have rights. And I think we might be the only country who has the rights that we have. In China, if you step out of line, start talking about the government or whatever, you just disappear. It's yeah. it. Like yeah. so- <laughs> that, that happened, I think, with a couple doctors. Uh
0: with the whole corona shit. I to like bring Corona up again, but just since we're on the subject, yeah. You know, I think that they we're kinda like against the mainstream narrative and que passo. Motherfuckers disappeared. That even happened to a doctor, I think, out of Maryland that was Asian as well. Dude just ends up dead. Yeah. You don't just end up dead, bro. Like you don't no like yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like how you'll have uh, certain situations where the, the the official story is suicide, but they had two gunshots to the back of the head. So like, make make that make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you don't yeah, shoot yourself. Like, you can't shoot yourself twice in the back of the head. And usually, people wouldn't shoot themselves in the back of the head anyway. That's just like an awkward right.
1: position. I mean, suicides. Like, right. yeah, how many times do they shoot themselves twice right. in the head? You I mean, you're done after the first one <laughs> if you, you hit, you know, a main area. Damn. And even if
0: you don't, even if you happen to, like, survive the first shot, you think you're going to have enough, like, conscious understanding to be able to pull the trigger again in the same, like, area twice? Like, even if you – Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. you're fucked up. You just got a hole in your head, bro.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know? And I'm talking, right this is an example of what happened to a police officer um, that allegedly uh, read some emails that he, that he probably shouldn't have read. And mm-hmm. that were related to those 33,000 emails. Mm. You know?
1: The John Podesta,
0: Hillary Clinton. Yeah, Lincoln, so we stuff. are here. Yeah, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, man,
1: what's up with her? She looks like the guy from Saw. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. She does? <laughs> Jigsaw. Dude, Jigsaw. she looks like Jigsaw. Pull them both up. Yeah. Like, she's got, dude, that rosy-ass cheeks, crazy-ass eyes. Like, yeah. she, she's... She, she... People are going to be like, man, straight-up liar. Yeah. That's the vibe I get from her It's just, like, evil. Like, she's evil. Bro, bro, you know,
0: I I really do believe that she is. she's an evil person. Yeah, I do, too. I'll
1: say it. Yeah, like, and that's not a light thing to say, but I do believe it. Yeah, she's I'm evil.
0: not... I don't throw that around. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny with it. Like, she that's a sick individual. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm watching my mouth because <laughs> right. She's elite. Yeah. Like she's yeah. elite. She's got like a hit list of like fifty six people. Yeah. That have been died in suspicion and just like activity near her.
1: Yeah, it's called the Clinton body count. You can yeah. Type that in on the internet, and uh, there's yeah, I don't know what the exact number is, but yeah, it's so many people who over the past thirty years have. Worked closely with her, and then died under mysterious conditions, killed themselves, uh, murdered, all this sort of stuff. So yeah, uh, she pretty much. All, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's a it's a stretch to say that she did it, but yeah, it's um, you know yeah this is this
0: isn't I don't have any solid proof. Um, I don't, I don't, you know, I, like obviously she's still walking around, but what I do know is that. She has thirty-three thousand emails that she deleted. That she got a lot of shit for. Um, yeah. I know. A, I know a lot of people were mad at her for uh, Benghazi. Is um, well you know? I mean, there's just a, a plenty of reasons why people don't like this woman. Um, and the list continues. You know. Yeah, it's long. It's it's she's she's got. T- I heard the Clinton Foundation, which is uh, which is her and Bill's foundation. Have been tied to some shady shit in Haiti. Haiti is the capital, uh, human trafficking capital of the world. Yeah, I've heard that too. She's got ties to John Podesta, which has ties to James Alifantes, which uh, have ties. She has ties to uh, Jeffrey Epstein with Glenn yeah. Maxwell.
1: Yeah, um, it's just like. It's looking more and more likely, especially now. Nobody can refute what was going on with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. You know, as time's gone on, you know that that was real. Like they had an island and they had girls there and they were all elite. Did you see
0: the video? Somebody put a video up on YouTube. I don't know if it's still there. I saw it like the first day, second day. No. A couple guys snuck on the island. Yeah. It's not- yeah, they snuck on the island, man. And uh, this was recently. I don't know if it's still up there. Uh, I think I think the name of the group is like wearechanges.org if I'm correct. Okay. It was on YouTube. Okay, There's a couple guys, and they snuck on the island and got like, I don't know. I mean, the video wasn't that long; it's probably like six or ten minutes. And it just got footage. It was like sneaking around, and they ended up getting chased by some people on golf carts. I think they're probably like the maintenance people. Yeah, a bunch of like weird shit, but it looked, you can tell it's been cleared out. Uh huh. You know uh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. There's like a bunch of shit in the trash, and just like you know it was just they were just like had this ominous feeling the whole time
1: yeah i'm I mean, sure you'd
0: feel a bad guy about there for yeah
1: sure. some weird stuff
0: and that's what i always uh, liked about epstein when epstein came out and the story that was a bad choice of words <laughs> that's what i've always liked about epstein i loved him <laughs> looked up to him yeah. <laughs> but when when the story broke was that it made it real for a lot of people that never believed in this type of shit. Right. You know what I mean? Because It was all conspiracy. Theories. Yeah, it was all yeah. like, oh, there's nobody fucking child. There's no like elite pedophile like groups of people. Yeah. And you know, it's just like, I always try to tell you if like, if you, I, I, I never can remember the name of the website, but there's like somewhere you can go and you see where the registered sex offenders are in your neighborhood.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you live in any like major area in the country, there's probably gonna be at least like five or 10 hits and maybe like a five mile radius, somewhere along those numbers. So if Joe Blow down the street is a registered sex offender. Right. And he works at, a, at the construction site or does whatever, like just has some regular job. What makes you think some elite bastard with a bunch of money that's into, excuse me, the same sick shit right. wouldn't have more resources to do it and kind of like hide it and get away with it. Yo, we want Exhibit seen. A Jeffrey Epstein.
1: Yeah. yeah. Got away for it for decades. Yep. I mean, he was almost out in the open. So if you watch the Netflix documentary that they had on he was like just when he was in, in his house in Palm Beach, he had girls going around and like recruiting other girls from just the local high schools. They had they had to be yeah yeah he had like a major a major
0: complex. Uh, it was a pyramid scheme. Yeah, pyramid scheme like a fucking spider web of people and like it was like a machine. Yeah, it was literally a pyramid scheme. It, they fed themselves into the system. Like the yeah. girls got recruited and then they turned to recruiters, and the cycle continued. Yep, and, and it happened for a very long time. And outside. he always. Went, which is always the same thing that all these uh, people always do is like they go for um, people that don't really have anybody that's gonna be looking for them, per se, people that come from broken homes, traumatic uh, life background. You know, they all are kind of already broken people. Yep, it makes them less powerful as a person and just abuse them, put the money in their face mentally before they even abuse them physically. To break to break their spirit even more, and then that's how they just get sucked into that you know cycle of getting more because that's like their that's their normal. You yeah, know? that's yeah. how they got food. That's how they got money. I mean, they got because for from Epstein he, he was billionaire, so he paid them.
1: Yeah, And you it know? wasn't a lot either.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a lot, but even then, like, there's other situations where these girls are dead ass sex slaves. They don't get any financial compensation, or they don't oh, get any no, sort of like. No disrespect well, like, or you know it's just straight abuse the entire time yeah. it's just like some horrific their life's over, over yeah they're, yeah they're people, you know yeah. and that shit that shit's real man yeah like
1: I, that shit's real man Like, yeah. I mean look it up on the internet yeah. Uh, human trafficking busts like they're happening week by week there's just happened one was, they caught 29 people I can't yeah. remember
0: where it was I, I was that. just looking at it like the other day or yesterday it was yeah like 29 people, some U.S. Marshals. Yeah. They're busting them more than ever, I feel like, left and right. Yeah. And it's globally. Yeah. I believe there's, like, that, like, I've said it before, like, I believe that is the real pandemic. It's, like, human trafficking, child trafficking. Um, that shit, it's, it's a major problem. Like, mm-hmm. endless amounts of people get swiped from all parts of the globe and get used and abused for all types of
1: things. Hey, you heard of John of God.
0: I, I, a, Ramisabi. Ramisabi. I remember
1: hearing about him before he got into a bunch of trouble and how people worshipped him. you want me to tell, tell people about him? Yeah, because I, I didn't know about him until after the fact. So, yeah, I'll, I'm going to look him up just so I get the country right. Brazil. Brazil. So this guy, John of God, is from Brazil. And he was known for a very long time as being like a spiritual healer and all this other stuff. And he had this community there. And apparently people would go there. And he would do whatever he would do, and you would be healed of major ailments, things that couldn't easily be taken care of, like spontaneous miracle healings. Anyhow,
0: so you heard. So when you heard him, it was all good. Yes, you hadn't even, you didn't even have like a hint of, of like this guy's on some on some other
1: shit. So yeah, no, I mean, well, because I heard about him from Oprah. And I don't think there's any other way. Yeah. So she had him. She was talking about him and, you know, hyping him up and all this stuff. And know, he, he was
0: on her show, right? Not only was she endorsing him, but he had, she, she had him on the show, I believe.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. But yeah, there. she was definitely close with him. And she, I know she talked about him on the show in a positive light. So I get to looking into this guy. And uh, I mean, him and all the people around him just wear all white. Uh, shirt, pants, shoes, everything. So it's a very right. like, like a little cult type, yeah, uh, very like, uh, but positive, you know, right, 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 white, the light, God, holy, right. But one thing I noticed immediately before I knew anything else about it is that this guy's face is so fucked up, like, just almost like a thousand years has wear it on this guy, and like, you look into his eyes, and he has these like bright blue bloodshot eyes and he just looks evil, dude. I'm just like, what? Like, how is this nasty looking bastard? He's fat and everything else. Like, how is he like some sort of spiritual healer or whatever? And I mean, I guess like, I believe in spiritual healings, but I guess, I mean, you'd have to also believe in uh, maybe you could be on the dark side and, um, you know, use some demons as some sort of show or something to heal people and maybe they actually are getting healed. But um, anyhow, time goes on And he gets arrested a few years ago. And so there was lots of sexual allegations. Basically, he was molesting people. And then as more people came out, more people came out, as we see. And it turned out when they went to bust him that he had an underground dungeon with women chained up, chained up only for the use of creating babies to sell into sex trafficking. It was a baby farm. And yeah, that, that's the reality. Go look it up right now. He's done. Yeah,
0: this is this is a real story that it really happened. This isn't a conspiracy. This isn't hearsay. Look it up. Look at look at the documents. He got arrested for this shit. Dude ran a sex farm. A sex farm where he had women live there for up to a decade. And he would start off even that like for them they would be young girls at times and then like they would grow over obviously a decade and each year they would have a baby for him that he'd sell on the black market for tens of thousands of dollars 30 yeah, 40 50 60,000 per baby and yeah. into the black market and this is like listen this shit is sick and i told you guys earlier like this show like it can get heavy at times cuz this like i'm telling you this is one of the biggest problems we face as a, as a species i i feel like right now like that, how, you know, like these are children we're talking about and they're just, and these women just get murdered after after they have the 10 babies, he feels like they're useless and then he was murdering them. And this yeah. is some, like this really happened. This is a real person. He was endorsed by Oprah. You can see, uh, Various pictures online of them together and happy yeah. and spot and, and there's and, one
1: photo of them, of her and him in Brazil. And the sh- Oprah looks like she's high on drugs. Like she's fucked up. Like she can, her eyes are like all low and she looks like she can barely stand up. And it's just like, what? Did she's got mean? ties to, uh, what do they have going on. So,
0: wine. She's got ties to a lot of a lot of, lot of people, man. I'm not right, saying. Right, yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying she is or she ain't. And I, I know a lot of people believe that she's got connections to, to to this elite group of uh of government and Hollywood people that are connected to like human trafficking and, and child abuse. Uh, I mean, that's John of God, Epstein. Yeah, like it's what we talked about, Epstein was a sick bastard. He, he paid these girls. He probably like wasn't like I, from what I remember from the documentary, I don't think he was like a super like aggressive guy all the time with them, like just like no, but be, like berating them and stuff no. like that. No. But this sick bastard John of God is doing the same thing, but just like the incredibly even more twisted.
1: You right, know, he's no, got I mean, a
0: fucking dungeon. I mean, this is real. Like this is real. Oh, like, yeah. this is real. Like, people are
1: saying that there's a lot of underground stuff at Epstein's island that we can't see. Right, and also when you look at the photos of the island over the years he's always had uh construction equipment on the island like backhoes and right. a, 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 an
0: ambulance He's got a bunch yeah of, uh, a cement truck and yeah. i think
1: that i heard i don't know if it's true but they it's stuck not, on the island man go check out the video Telling yeah wow no, yeah still out there. and there's also drone videos you can go look up where yeah, yeah, it's yeah. boat. And it's they, an anonymous dude right yeah. he drives like a drone yeah. flies a drone all the way around and uh yeah so i mean i think that i heard i don't know if this is true but i think they might have like cemented the tunnels uh, when the allegations, when they first found out that it was going to go down and he was, he had to go to court that they filled up the tunnels with yeah. cement. And
0: yeah. I believe he was tipped off at least the first oh, time. Oh yeah. I know at least the first yeah. time he was tipped yeah. off and, and he got, he got away with a slap on the wrist. He was, he got some deal where he could leave the the prison or the jail
1: yeah. to work like eight or 10 hours a day. Yep. Unsupervised. Yeah, he just had to come back at night at like seven o'clock and spend the night in jail. Right? Yeah, and even at that, he they allowed him to have girls over in jail and stuff. So he was like still living the same lifestyle. It was just like a minor inconvenience that he yeah he sleep in a jail cell, yeah which was nicer than any jail cell you would ever get into yourself, right? You know,
0: yeah, and like and these are and so then people for people to just like feel like these are baseless conspiracies, which is like what these fact checkers say a lot of times on Instagram and Facebook. We keep talking about all this censorship. And then like you try to post information, it's like, oh, this is false information. It's talk baseless conspiracies. Like, these people are real. Like, these are two of the most powerful people that I know in recent times that have gotten busted. Mm-hmm. But more and more, like, smaller parts of the whole, because, like, it's an all, a whole organization. It's yeah. like, that's, like, a, that's organized crime. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what I'm saying, like, from the gangs and it funnels
1: up to these cats. Right. You know right. they're not going out there nabbing bitches no. themselves. No, you have street level people yeah. nab and they get a price and then they sell it to somebody else who sells it all the way up to the yeah. That company. dude looked
0: yeah. like he looked like he come across straight women. He, he get his ass beat who? easily. John of God.
1: Oh yeah. You yeah. know,
0: square with the right shortage, she's gonna jaw his ass. How? He ain't out here nabbing them himself. No, no, no. You know, no. so like that's it's organized crime and that shit funnels up. And when you look at these two big people and then you see all the other people that get uh, are starting to get busted, if you do not think that it's even bigger, how big, 7 billion people in the world, you think it's isolated to two, four, or five people? No. This shit is a trillion dollar industry. Yeah, back to it, where we were talking earlier uh-huh. on the same
1: point, like it's easier for super rich people to do this sort of thing and get away with it. Exactly. Because they have the cash, they have the power, they have the properties and the seclusion to do it. Yep. And what they say is, you know, I mean, you go up in wealth as time goes on in your life and you get to explore and, you know, get a hold of new experiences. And after a certain amount of time, you know, if you have like $50 million in the bank and that's like a a drop in the hat compared to a billionaire, like you can pretty much have any experience you want. And then if you're of a a weak mind and you've had all the experiences that you think you want, maybe you start going down a path of like darker things.
0: More taboo shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 The things that give you more of a thrill because it's wrong. Right. And stuff like that. And so then you get caught up in this world of, you know, and it's not that I'm saying that every hundred millionaire or billionaire is doing this stuff, but I think it's, like the it, human mind is weak. The, the, not, yeah. When the again. access, the access is more yeah, accessible to these people. Yeah.
0: Because it's true. The organization exists. Uh, but yeah, you the higher up you are financially, the easier it is for you to get away with this and be able to like um, expand it to as big. Or as little as a sick ass hobby you wanted to be, you know. It's it's, it's yeah, it's not, it's it's not a full for reach, man. It's but, I mean, dude, it's it's weird. It's weird as shit, bro. I mean have you seen so all right, so peaks of gay. Yeah. Peaks <clears throat> of gay. This might turn off a lot of people. Peaks of gay, for those that don't know, right? This is something that I think started in like twenty sixteen is when it major when it yes. broke out major, yeah. right? So story came out conspiracy right, quote unquote, that um uh, comet ping pong pizza parlor in Washington DC owner James Elefantes, who has ties to John Podesta, who has ties to Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. which Podesta was her campaign manager, I believe, at the time as well. Yep. And he's real close with uh Podesta. So that by just by, you know, circumference, like Hillary Clinton is right there in that group of people. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then you got Anthony Winner's laptop. Yep. All right. I yep. think that was kind of like the first thing that kind of like started setting shit off, if I correct, as far as chron- chronologically. I think that happened first.
1: Right. So were the emails on his laptop or was it this like a. So it was, yeah, I think the emails or Was it Seth Rich that released them to. Seth
0: Rich did, Wiki yeah. Did, yeah. So. Yeah. So talk about. So this thing's the order. Which one happened first? Because I do want to talk about Seth Rich. I'm not sure. We can take a
1: break for a second to figure it out. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Seth Rich. Yeah, so Seth Rich was a guy who worked for the DNC, and he apparently got these emails off of Anthony Weiner's laptop and sent them to WikiLeaks. And there was about like, you know, I'm seeing different claims. There's hundreds of thousands. Uh, I've seen 340 uh Zait seen 650. Yeah, six hundred and seventy-five. Six hundred and seventy-five thousand emails. And uh Sydney Powell was the one talking
0: about. That's the number that I got from Sydney Powell. She was talking about six hundred Yeah. She's, yeah so she's, she's the
1: attorney, attorney general? Like yeah, she's yeah. something in the government. She's, yeah, she's there. so that's probably South
0: District of New York, I think.
1: Yeah. So yeah, she's she's at the top of the food chain as far as uh prosecutors go. Um yeah. So that's where the whole Pizzagate gate thing came from is that people started looking through these emails and it was really weird. Um, first off on Anthony Weiner's laptop, uh, he had a file in there called life insurance that was labeled life insurance. And when you click on that file, there was all sorts of dirt in there, including those emails and videos and yeah. fucked up stuff.
0: Yeah. He was sending like Nudes and illicit
1: images to like teenage girls, yeah. like, underage girls. Yeah.
0: Also, for those who don't know, Anthony Weiner was a congressman from New York. He was a congressman of New York, uh, political person for a very long time, uh, who's married to Huma Abedin, which is, uh, I believe, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager at the time, where she was like top of the top of the chain as far as like Hillary Clinton's um, campaign. John Paul S. was on that campaign group as well. Yeah, so Huma Abedin was married to Anthony Weiner. Right, that's where that correlation is. Because according to Sidney Powell, there was emails between Hillary Clinton, uh, Anthony Weiner, Huma Abdeen, proxies between for Hillary to Uma, and just like a bunch of just different shit just like yep. going on. And there was like code words. And I remember you had the FBI um, code, like unreleased documents for like pedophile symbols
1: and code words and shit like that, that they
0: use online.
1: Yeah, so... Yeah, basically that's how it was. Huma Ebdeen worked for Hillary Clinton as the campaign manager. She was married to the congressman, Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner was sending pictures registered to- Registered sex offender. Registered now. sex offender. He was sending pictures to, I think it was a girl in North Carolina, 15 years old, uh, doing sketchy shit. That's the reason why the FBI went in there and Confiscated. got his laptop. So they get a hold of his laptop. It has a file on it called life insurance. It, within life insurance is all this- information Crazy sketchy. shit. Yeah, basically, yeah, data, incriminating data- on the Clintons and it's funny that it's named life insurance that's why yeah Yeah.
0: that's why because it was like it's like the dead man switch it's like if I'm going down you're going down with me or if you you got something against like you got something you blackmail me with I can blackmail you back right you You kill my wife I let
1: this um, uh this this file go life insurance that's what it was yeah so anyhow they confiscate this laptop and find that and apparently Seth Rich who worked for the DNC they said that he got a hold of some of these emails and sent them to WikiLeaks, and then that's where this whole Pizzagate thing came from. Back to what Zeit was saying about the FBI pedophile symbols. They people all over the world are scanning these emails, and there's a lot of really weird talk in it. Lots of stuff about pizza and hot dogs. And, uh, and not in a, not in context. Not in context. Like, hey, uh, there was one between Obama, Hillary, and some other people, and the Podestas, I think. And they're like, hey, we're going to have a pizza and hot dog party tonight at 1 a.m. in the Oval Office. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be like $65,000 or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's There's been yeah, documents talking about how Obama spent $65,000 on pizza and hot dogs yeah. out of Chicago, I believe. Yeah. Out of Chicago. Now, now. He's allowed to spend as much money as he wants, right? So maybe out of his own money on food, right? And I'm, I'm uh, not saying I'm not saying nothing. What I'm saying is that's a big
1: number. You couldn't eat that many.
0: That's you, a big. How many people would you need? to 50, eat Fifty, sixty thousand dollars of pizza and hot dogs. Think about that.
1: Not even realistic. They,
0: these aren't. That's not something that's like that's not filet mignon and lobster and steak. Like you know what I mean? Like you're not but that's but so even that alone that number is is weird if if nothing else if you like oh i refuse to believe any of this shit that number is an odd number to be spending on 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 pizza and hot dogs right it really is and then then you go to the fbi uh and let's get this this isn't the zayi and nick documents no. this is the fbi look all this stuff up like don't yeah don't, be, yeah don't believe a yeah. word we say
1: turn off if you want but don't be a bitch like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like for no real. seriously
0: seriously like don't it, this is some scary shit. I get it. It really is like it, you don't want to think about it. You don't want to go there, but it's real. Like these, there's there's kids. There's been there's actually been protests going on um, nationwide for for the childs and 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 talking about you know in uh, child sex trafficking and stuff. But there's been so pro- protests for so many things recently. And now this movement has got like out in the streets and started having like signs and starting trying to march and you know stuff like that because this is. A group that has really no no voice on its own. Yeah, you know these people are abused, they? right? They're like locked in fucking sex dungeons and farms and like trafficked and all types of sort of things. And it's like they don't have an outlet. You think they have a cell phone? You think they have access to like
1: sure. be able to have
0: a way to escape? And when you're being told
1: every day, if you ever try to escape, we'll fucking kill you. Right. You know what I'm saying like, like
0: this is some real shit. And then you see where like the people <laughs> that like Hillary Clinton has ties to this shit. Seth Rich also, by the way. So Seth Rich releases his documents. Anthony Weiner um, is a registered sex offender, right? So they start an investigation. They seize his laptop. 12 NYPD cops see
1: a video dubbed
0: Frazzle Drip.
1: Yeah, it's actually, so it's 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 not it, it's spelled Frazzle Frazzle Drip, but it's frazzled.rip, like a, a rip file, something mm-hmm. that you would zip out when you click mm-hmm. on it. So yeah, this this video is called Frazzled, and supposedly, and who was the lady you just had on, Sydney Powell? So yeah, you know, we're saying Sydney Powell. Um, I yeah, should... she's like the prosecutor, uh, yeah, Southern District of New York. Yeah. All right, so I have here uh, Sydney Sydney Powell is she's practiced law primarily in the Fifth Federal Circuit for decades. And she's been the lead counsel for more than 500 federal appeal appeals, 350 of them as the assistant United States attorney and appeal section chief in the Western and Northern districts of Texas. So basically she's a big time federal lawyer. Um, this is a video of her on stage talking about the contents of Anthony Weiner's laptop. And when these people, the, uh, the police and FBI went in and found it, when they looked at this file, This is this is what she says. Six hundred and seventy five thousand Clinton emails when they got Anthony Weiner's laptop in a search warrant because of all his sex perversion issues. It was all the Clinton emails, the Clinton Foundation, her um, secretary of state emails. Huma Abedin's emails, lots of people emailed Huma as a proxy for Hillary. So one of the things, if I were the president, I'd do is demand the Anthony Weiner laptop and get it to the most trusted person in the military to take apart everything on it and then start using it. There's a lot that can be prosecuted, I have no doubt, on that laptop. In fact, I heard that the New York police officers who saw some of it, even though they're hardened investigators, literally had to go throw up. It's bad. So, yeah, like she said, the the hard some of the most hardened investigators in the government were looking at this, and they immediately had to go and throw up. And this leads into what people say this frazzled video was, and apparently this, and now there's no evidence of this as I can see so far, but there concrete saying, evidence. Yeah, there there's people who who said like so as soon as they confiscated this and you know some emails went to WikiLeaks through Seth Rich and I think there are multiple people that got a hold of the contents of this file and I, I from what I'm from what I'm hearing is that the frazzled rip got released as well onto the deep web and some people saw it but it was erased it was claimed off the deep web and people claim that in this video that it is Hillary Clinton torturing a girl tied to a chair. And she cuts the girl's face off and is yelling at her and literally they, they, they skin her face off and then they extract adrenochrome out of her brain and drink it. And like, yeah, it's, I think that that's, that's the extent of what all this stuff goes to. It's like, it's not only like, oh, there actually is a pedophile sex trafficking ring. They're not just like fucking these kids, but. It goes into like a satanic, demonic, Luciferian thing, ritualistic. Where, it's a yeah, it's dark, a religion, dark art, dark
0: magic, sort of. And Just you like, you guys don't have to believe in this shit. Just them believing it is enough for them to pursue it. Like you could think it's all horse shit and like you're like, there's no way like you're worshiping Satan. Like you might not worship Satan. You might not right. ever like all the less a child or but like that doesn't mean there's people out there who don't and who live in a manner that represents their beliefs
1: yeah i mean like you know 90 percent of people are you know average good people you know what i'm saying uh now maybe not that many who knows but it's like (laughs) people like us you know we're our spiritual practice would be we gain energy from prayer on average and and all the religions like prayer meditation things like that Yeah, discipline just, yeah positivity we're and, still
0: douchebags don't get
1: don't get us wrong we're just spiritual douchebags yeah spiritual <laughs> douche bags. That's, that's what i mean. um, yeah but then on the opposite side if you could imagine like if there like there's Jesus and Buddha at one end of the spectrum and then at the other end of the spectrum it would be like the so-called lucifer and where they might gain their energy from is by doing the exact opposite of what the light would do like, they yeah. gain energy by death and power and right. control and torture and stuff like that. Just
0: fear. Yeah, fear. Yeah. yeah. Fear is a powerful energy. Fear is a, Because you either live out of love or you live out of fear. As far as, like, I feel like a conscious, like, yeah. or, like, your subconscious existence. Like, you either live out of fear or you live out of love. Right. You know, I mean, because we do live in a crazy world. So, you can take everything the news gives you. <laughs> it'll scare the shit out of you. You're looking at every corner. You're always just, like... Pessimistic, you're you got a negative outlook, and that's you're living out of a base of fear, and they're harnessing that energy, right? You know what I'm saying? The energy control kind of you, that, you know. And, and people are like, oh, it's fucking great, like, but this shit is real. Like they, they really, these people really believe in this shit. Like, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Bohemian uh, Grove. That was like, if you guys know who Alex Jones is, that's what made Alex Jones famous. He busted right. up in the Bohemian Grove. A lot yep. of people forgot that was like early 2000s.
1: Yeah, and he took a video, you know, and it's all over the internet. And
0: and what is the Bohemian Grove? It is a fucking like secret meeting in the woods with ex-presidents and governors and elite motherfuckers and Hollywood executives yep. running around the woods naked, uh, lighting shit on fire. For they have a big statue of an owl like that's made out of like um, it, it, it's an organic material, wood or something like that. But it's it's supposed to be Moloch, yep, from my understanding. And Moloch, for those of you who you don't know, uh, I've always been interested in mythology in general since back I can remember. But Moloch is a god of child sacrifices. Yep, I believe he, he might be Roman or, or precursor to that. But I know a lot of the the beliefs and stuff like that. I need to do more research into, it, but it dates back to Roman mythology. But Roman. Is it's just actually, another extent
1: from Greek. I'll and tell then, you, it's and, Carthage. And then, if you want to look it up, Carthage was yeah. Name? It's in, It's right in the same area. It's uh like North Africa, Sicily, uh Italy. Yeah, because
0: Egypt, 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 Greek, and Roman all the, their mythologies all kind of like kind
1: of coexist and like fuck around with each other. Yep, you know what I mean. Yep. So, so Carthage. yeah Carthage. yeah in Carthage and yeah so in Carthage one of the one of the gods that they worshipped was Moloch or Baal and it yeah was, Baal
0: the Cabal
1: yeah. Yeah. So and their their thing. I mean go look it up on the Wikipedia. Type in Moloch. Go to go to ancient Carthage. Go start moving through this stuff. Uh And this is history.
0: Like this is actual history like you guys remember like the Greeks were like one of the biggest empires and they were just like on some weird shit too. They were like into pedophilia and like yeah. Um just, like mass homosexuality, nothing against homosexuality, like not just just saying like no. they lived a different lifestyle that it was accepting of a lot of just very different concepts and um you know just just very different but then you see how these ancient civilizations which had immense power and then as time formed they turned to different civilizations that take power and like all the different things that they believed in the mythology that they believed in the uh the prayer and ritualistic concepts that they practiced that were like, you look at it today and you're like, what the fuck? Like these guys were. I mean, the Mayans, I mean, you know, the Mayans were fucking sacrificing people and right. all types of shit. So like, this was real. Like the Greeks did it too. The Romans did it too. Like, so Yeah, every
1: continent has uh human sacrifice in its history in the past. Like this isn't some foreign concept, right? I don't think it's too hard to think that there are some, I still occur to, yeah, there's yeah. cults out there that are still possibly doing that as far as their belief system. And, uh, yeah, I mean, basically they would just, uh, you know, they would in, in wherever it would be a little area, they would have this giant statue of a, of a bull or, uh, an owl, like you mm. were saying, and this is Moloch and they would light a huge fire under it and people would offer their children to it like babies. And yeah. they would burn their babies alive as a, as a sacrifice to this God.
0: There's still, there's babies, uh, allegedly for while well, I was talking to some, uh, my friend, she said, there's still babies. In China, you know, China has the like the one-child policy, and like it's yeah. gotten better, supposed over the years, but like you can still find babies just sitting in alleys and shit that like they have to get rid of them. Yep. And just like, be- like this is we're talking 2020, just like babies in the streets, like what? Yeah. Like to think about that is just wild. It's wild. We got told about that in high school.
1: It's and, you been know, around for a decade. And
0: like that's decade. in modern. That's in modern times right now, and yeah. we're living in that. Yep. And and you think that it's so crazy that these group of people are fucking. Twisted and believe in this like ancient mythology and ancient like occult knowledge. I mean, you have like these these places like the Vatican, which hoard knowledge, ancient knowledge, and like yep. power. And like it's just like it's always been an elitist thing. I mean, back in the day, you weren't allowed to read unless you were of a certain social class or a certain right. financial group. You know, you weren't allowed. And so, if you could read, you you know, even then back then, even as far as like Christianity, they they read the Bible to you, the priests.
1: Yeah. yeah, no. The, the, you couldn't read the Bible. No, you no, You no, had no. to get it read to you. Yeah, you the know? only people that could read or write... So, like, the printing press was the first point that books could be mass-produced. And this was in either sixteen or 1400. So, prior to that, all books had to be copied by hand. Um, you know, the only people right. that could read before that were the priests and educated... Scholars, right. Just like... Yeah. That.
0: You had to be above of a social of a social hierarchy yeah. enough to uh to, to be able to have that that type of knowledge, you know. And then with it, it, it but that's how it works. That's you if you control the information of the people, you control the reality that they live in. Yeah, everything and different. so one like once again, the world is a more interesting place than 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 you think. Like magic is real. I'm gonna go ahead and say like we're th- three episodes in. I told you we were getting weird on this what do you mean by, by magic? magic is real? What do you mean by like magic in what context? is real in the sense of just like whatever context? Honestly, whatever yeah. you, whatever magic means to you, like that shit yeah. is real. Like there's powers, divine power, universal power, or some sort of higher than us power that has an effect in the world around us.
1: Right.
0: I yeah exists. I believe in that too. Like I you think, know like something yeah. like and that to me like is magic when in, in the sense of like it confines all of that. Like whether it's like. A faith healer, a a, a a a Christian person, you know, laying a hand on somebody, healing them, like what, like what they talk about Jesus or just anything. People have had like paranormal activity, uh, sort of situations, uh, divine intervention, uh, the law of attraction, like all that shit coincides with like magic, you know. So so it's like they say you focus on something and you're grateful, like you can attract, you know, things to you to your life for them to manifest, right? And so I think the same thing happens if, like, you can amplify that, right? So, like, witchcraft, like, witchcraft is real, uh, where, right. and it can be used in different methods, right. you know? it's usually always has, like, a negative connotation, but, like, it's almost like you have, like, the witch doctors, which are just, like, holistic healers, really. Right. Who, like, they know, like, a certain blend of herbs and spices, and you might say a mantra because words have power. You know? And so, like, you might say a specific mantra, and then you get, like, a certain result. And, like, that's, like, of a healing. It's kind of coincides with faith healing, but it's, like, using herbs and different shit. So you could do the opposite, and then, like, you're using that for some negative energy. You have the voodoo from the Caribbean. Right. You know? Like, so anything like that, like, that's magic. You know? Like, that's magic. And that shit is real. And there's people that believe in it so far that they're, like, willing to sacrifice child, children, and, like, do all this like crazy shit in the woods and like all this weird shit and 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 you know in the dark and people right. like think that we're crazy for for like calling it out. And You see the symbolism everywhere. You see the references everywhere. You see fucking Anthony Weiner's laptop. You see the weird stuff that James Alafontes from the PC Gate um, oh, yeah. guy is posting. And so and before we get too deep on that, we we need to explain what the uh, the FBI documents say.
1: Oh, yeah. So I didn't say earlier, uh, but when the, we were talking about the code words in the emails. Um, so basically, and I just took it off my damn uh, screen. Pedophile code words. Yeah. So within these uh, within these emails, there were a lot of really misplaced weird words, like we were saying earlier about hot dog and pizza. So the FBI, if you go to their website, there are symbols which is one thing. I don't want to describe a, a symbol over voice. You're not really going to be able to get it. You'll have to look at it. But there's code words. And like hot dog means boy. right? Pizza means girl. Cheese is little girl. Pasta is little boy. Ice cream is male prostitute. Walnut is a person of color. Map is semen. And sauce is an orgy. And this is like common internationally across the world that this is like the code words that these people will communicate in, in order to, you know, say what they're getting into. And then there's, uh, like I was saying, so like the the whole pizza thing, um, essentially it's like a triangle, the symbol, I'll explain one to you. Like, uh, it's like a triangle that spirals in on itself. Instead of like a circle spiral, like you'd see like a hypnotist sort of thing. It's like a triangle spiral that goes in and outside of comet pizza, what they'll do is like, your business logo will have a pedophile logo embedded within it and that's how people could just look up and be like okay like there's like-minded pedophiles here like maybe i can source out what i want from these people and this is real stuff go go to fbi.gov it's there it's all yeah the
0: fbi has the symbolism for you to be able to detect that like once again not naked zait's uh symbolism documents this is the federal bureau of investigation right right Federal Bureau of Investigation has leaked these, and then a good source for you guys go to YouTube, and this is a really good compiled video that's gone viral, and will help explain and understand the symbolism and then the connections between things. So if you go to YouTube and you put in Mouthy Buddha, he's the chant that's the channel name, and you pedal gate twenty twenty part two. I recommend watching part one as well, but if you go to part two. Part two will also like help you put together the symbolism and the different kind of like code words because it breaks down what happens when you um, search a specific thing into uh, the Russian search engine in Yandex, which is like their equivalent of Google, yep. and then it goes into some weird like child pornography type of shit, and it breaks down. And then like you you like it, and this is all in the video, you can see it. Then it breaks down like you click on different things, and then these forums sort of start open up where like there's like. An underworld of like online pedophile bloggers talking to each other and like right. sending each other child porn and like yeah. different shit like that and like looking for, oh, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. And you see the words that they use coincide with those FBI documents. Yep. You know? And so, like that, and that's real research that's been done. Obviously, I wouldn't recommend you yourself. 'Cause you might incriminate yourself. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't know. search
1: for that. But i you know, like I said, I've watched videos yeah. too and this this Yandex, it's like the Google of Russia, Yandex.com. It's not hard to type in certain words up there and then go to a site and then click on a link in the site and then it's just a massive pedophile like pornography, child pornography thing. Yeah. So this out there this shit is real. Like this
0: shit is real. I know you like nobody listening to this shit is like looking up for child porn. So obviously nobody knows what to look for. Like you're not that's not the world you guys exist in, but this world is out there. And I just want to bring awareness to it. So I want it I want it to be known to people like this is real. It's not baseless. It's uh something that's really going on. There's different research that you guys can do yourself. There's evidence out there whether um, the people that we, uh, are allegedly saying may or may not be involved. We're not saying anybody we spoke of is for certain a satanic pedophile.
1: Right. Um, you know, this is all alleged. Yeah, I'm going to give you the sources, but I'm also going to tell you like, Hey, this is like <laughs> make up your own
0: mind. Yeah. Uh, if Hillary Hillary Clinton's listening to this. I am not suicidal. I don't want to kill myself. I believe Nick's feels the same way. We love you, Hillary. We're just kidding. It's all jokes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. You
0: know, uh, she doesn't have a hit list of people that are on it. Also, to bring up who Seth Rich was, he worked for the DNC. He leaked the documents for Anthony Weiner, Peaks of Gay, Pedogate. All this turned into a bigger event. Where is Seth Rich today? We didn't talk about that yet either. Seth, Seth Rich is dead. Seth Rich is dead. Mysteriously died. Two gunshots to the back. I don't know if it was the back of the head or yeah. just the or, back. No, it was in his back. It was in his back. He survived, uh, apparently, went to the hospital. It died in the hospital, not from the gunshots. Who knows? Nobody was there from the reports. Yeah. Mysterious death. Many amongst many that have kind of pointed... A finger at some shady shit dealing with the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation. Many have spoken, many have perished. Is there a direct correlation? I can't say for sure. Um, Yeah, it's pretty bad. There's
1: no no other politicians out there where, like, there's so many people that worked closely with them. You know, they've been in politics for 30, 40 years, like a long time, long time. And, like, this list goes back all the way to the beginning. Like, yeah, they'll work with them for. 10 or 12 years, and then something goes down, and they're dead. It's weird. It's definitely weird. They are
0: powerful people. Powerful, powerful people indeed. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this stuff is real, guys. Go to YouTube, Mouthy Buddha, Pedogate 2020, part two. Watch part one, too. Uh, He did a really good job just putting that video together and just kind of showing you what happened? Go to YouTube. Go to the internet if you can find where the two guys snuck onto Epstein's island as well. That's that's a pretty interesting video. But like I said, this is what I what I was finally I was like finally when these stories broke out because I've been doing uh, you know I think you as well and we probably on the better half of 10, 15 years been doing research related to this type of stuff.
1: Yeah, ever since I went to college and I smoked marijuana for the first time, and I realized that everything that I had been told in my younger years about drugs in general and especially weed, like don't ever smoke weed, it's bad for you, this, this, and that. And I smoked in college, and there's literally no side effects. I was it was only positive at that time, just happy, and I had no hangover or anything like that. And then I realized I was like, oh well, and and then I realized it was a Schedule One drug. And it's like in the classification with heroin and meth and the rest of them. And I was like, oh, like there's a conspiracy out. And like, but what I really made me me think it was a conspiracy is that when I smoke, the way my mind would open up and I would just think about so all these different things that I would never think about before and started to put things together and just like reignited this curiosity. And I was just like, okay, this, and then that led me to start reading about mushrooms and other psychedelics and reading people's reports and forums about the experiences that they've had on these things and they're overwhelmingly positive. Of course, like every, like you're going to hear a lot about, Oh, don't have a bad trip. Like it'll fuck you up for the rest of your life. But that's not the data right now. Uh, there's actually data out. They're becoming legal and mushrooms are legal and decriminalized in Canada, uh, Denver, Colorado, and, uh, I think Oakland, California, and you know, 80% of people, you can look it up for yourself. I mean, if you take a one good enough dose of that, it positively changes your, your personality and your outlook on life for the rest of your life. It never goes away. And, uh, you know, the, all this stuff is schedule one. So it's like, I, yeah, I, I immediately <clears throat> believed that there was a conspiracy from the top down to control people's minds and not allow them to be able to use these substances freely. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely agree with you.
0: Um, I, I, for me, like my journey as as a young guy, as a as a young kid, I always was just kind of like, I just kind of naturally curious, naturally questioning things. Like I would just like take things that were absolutely normal and just be like, why, why does this happen? Why does this work the way it does? Like even as as simple as like I remember as being as a little kid, man, I'd ride in the car and i be like. I wonder why we're on the road right now. Like, who thought about making a road, and like, why is it like the universal? Like, not saying there's anything wrong with the road. like. My keep in mind, I'm talking like six, seven, eight year old kid, just like pondering the world, right? Just like pondering existence, like not like really like looking at it as like this is good or this is bad. Just curious as to like where's the origin of this, and why is this the world we live in? As such, as simplest as things as the road, and I'm like, I wonder why buildings look this way. Why you know this and that, and like why school. It structured the way it does and then you know so you just from starting as a young person and like you, your brain starts to develop and you start questioning the world around you and why things are in place the way they do obviously as you grow older they're going to expand into bigger thoughts and bigger concepts of like institutionalism of like government concepts of money different because uh, all that's all these things are really are just concepts like just one day like as as simple as I, I can put it, it almost might sound a little naive but like it's like okay, we decided this is uh this is gonna be money and this has value because we choose to have value. We can use it to trade for goods and services. You know.
1: Then yeah, they, right on money. I mean, that's know, the that's one of the biggest ones. Money used to be gold backed. Now right. it's not gold backed. It's like literally backed by our imagination. Exactly it gives it our value. It gives it the value. Print more of it, and yeah, it's it's all in our head. You know, when if everybody were gonna say, hey, we don't think we don't believe money's worth anything anymore, it would. Not be worth anything anymore. Yeah. Just and that, say, how, yeah. that have to be as a collective. And like,
0: just, I think we're, we're just going on this tangent right now just to kind of give you guys a little background on us and who we are, how we think, and like just what we come from. Just tend to look at like, you know, we're like critical thinkers, free thinkers, not necessarily like have a, a contractual obligation to like a strict uh, philosophy of life, especially one given by like a, uh, a mainstream teaching of life like the mainstream way of, of like looking at things via school and media indoctrination which is where most of people get their information from you know you go to school from k to 12 if not if you go to college four more years you want to be a doctor that's four more years so you could be in school upwards of 20 30 years uh sometimes depending on what you're on, on what you're uh trying to trying to pursue you know and and, and not not to bash on school at all like you know, I love education, I love learning, and I love knowledge for the sake of itself, of learning. I've always been a curious person, so I want to know how the world works, I want to know how the universe works. I try to extend it to the best of my capability, anyway. It's just intriguing, I and mean, like I said, this world is really more interesting than what we think it is. So once you start expanding yourself to different perspectives and, and looking at things from a different view and you realize, like, the world is is bigger than, bigger than what we know or what we're taught, in the sense of just, like, how things work and what, what powers are in play, it just... Once you get a taste of that, like, I don't think there's any going back. And I definitely agree with you. I think uh, cannabis is
1: technically a psychedelic. Um, and then, you know, these, these yeah. things can expand your mind. That's and what just, we were taught when I was at university, is that cannabis was a mild hallucinogenic. And that's the way it's classified.
0: And that that word scares people. They're like, you're yeah, out of your mind. I had a debate with a coworker the other day uh, on how, un- how unhealthy cannabis consumption is. And this, that, and the third. And how everybody he knows that is a cannabis consumer, is a bum and is um a drug dealer or you know a criminal or just like the you know bad the bad things of society and i told him i was like man like if that's your experience and that's your experience i can't take that away from you but that's not my experience i was like that's not what i qualify myself as either i'm not like some guy who was like oh i can't pay my bills because i gotta get high yeah you know yeah exactly i'm not i'm not the type that's going to prioritize um cannabis consumption financially over other things that I have to take care of. You know, like, I think when you start making decisions like that, yeah, then that's like, you're, you're going down, uh, you know, a certain rabbit hole. I feel like it, it doesn't matter what the substance is. If like, that substance is more important than you being financially responsible with your personal responsibilities in life and you, you know, your roof and your, your eating, your food and stuff like that. And yeah, it doesn't matter what you're consuming. You should probably like check, get that checked out. You know and just take a step back and really look at yourself but um but you know w- with that being said i do feel like psychedelics can expand. and keep in mind like my experience dude i grew up man i never never not once when i was growing up thought i would ever do mushrooms never heard anything good about it like you'd see fucking demons and the devil and like all types of crazy shit is what i ever heard about like mushrooms and then uh, you'll hear him on the podcast one day. I'm, I'm sure my boy Luke was the first one to introduce me to mushrooms. My dude was smooth. I don't even remember how he introduced him to me. Real smooth guy. Just made him, make, made him seem like it wasn't that big of a deal, you know? And we were in nature, and he was somebody I trusted, which is definitely like the thing. For those of you that have been thinking about it and never actually have done uh, any sort of psychedelics, excuse me any sort of psychedelics, then, um, yeah, definitely be with people you're comfortable, uh, be in, you know, preferably in nature somewhere, you know, sunlight, somewhere that's, there's water that's, you know, just somewhere that's a uh, comfortable in welcoming setting. You know, you don't want to be sitting in a in dark room and like, just you're fucking, uh, <laughs> with people that treat you like, yeah, shit, like, like fake friends. Yeah. And don't, stuff like don't that, respect yeah. you and stuff like that, you know, but, um, so, yeah, you want to build a, a good environment around you because it is a psychoactive drug. You know, it is a psychoactive experience. And uh, you never know, man. You Until you try it, it's, it, it can be something really beautiful if, if used the correct way. I mean, there's been studies with psilocybin. I, I don't know if I ever pronounced it right. How?
1: Yeah, it's uh, either yeah, psilocybin. psilocybin. Yeah. Never would have guessed that. What? psilocybin.
0: psilocybin.
1: Yeah. I
0: perfected that word I killed that word cellular if you <laughs> if you've ever done cellular then you would know uh or there's studies on that that actually that talk about how it has helped with PTSD other yep. uh, certain mental disorders as well that depression, it's yeah, depression is a big one and it has long lasting effects outside of um outside of from once you do it like once you finish it it's still like that perspective change almost a perspective it, like widens your perspective like you're able to zoom out you know what i mean because when you focus so sharply on something like that's your entire world and like you can live and dwell and die on that hill of whatever it is that you're just so focused on and but if you expand and you're like oh you know what it's things aren't that bad like i'm grateful because of this like gratitude is a very important thing and psychedelics can just really help you get more in touch with that and get in touch with nature and see where like you and nature are synonymous in a way. You know, we come from we come from the earth, we come from the stars, and we've gotten away so much from like you guys are like, oh, these fucking tree huggers and like these fucking hippies, but it's real shit, man. Like it's really like we are bigger than just this vessel that we walk around in. I believe my my personal opinion and belief is that we are bigger than that. You know, we we have a soul, we have a spirit that is much bigger than. Just this this body that we walk around in and work 40, 50, 60 hours a weekend. You know what I mean? And I think, um, I don't know. I, I, I just, the world is much more interesting than we think it is. And I keep saying that, but as you read and as you research and as you walk into this world and you start going into your own rabbit holes, you do realize, like, it's just, you start connecting dots, you're just like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's why I think The Matrix is really like a documentary. Like a documentary. Did I say that word right? Documentary? Documentary. I can't say words. Dude, what's going on, man? <laughs> It's all these drugs. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a meth right now. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> like, what the? No. Um, yeah, I can't say words sometimes. It's the bilingual in me. I feel like sometimes, like, musician. 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 Oh,
1: I know what you're trying to say. Now, now I can't say it. Musi- musician.
0: Musician. Musician, yeah, is that how you say it? Musician. That word always fucks me up. Always, there's just like certain words that I really can't pronounce sometimes. And I'm, I am sipping on a little Jack, Jack and Coke. That probably has most to It's it. A, a little much, bit of whiskey, little, like, slow, uh, slow whiskey, <laughs> whiskey slurs. slurs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, God damn, Nick, these damn satanic pedophiles. And we're talking about good <laughs> drugs,
1: and you're over here drinking this shit. That's I know, I know, exactly. And, yeah, yeah, not abuse alcohol
0: specifically. Alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol is not the best, but I'm just sipping a little bit, you know, Saturday.
1: Yeah. Look up the uh, balance uh, is key, guys. Balance is key. How much alcohol hurts people? Go look up the data on that. You know, violent domestic abuse and car accidents and everything. Nowhere close when it comes to weed and shrooms. Yeah. That stuff's not going to happen when you're doing that. Wow, man. War
0: on drugs, man. The war on drugs. War we drugs. circled back. Yep. Yeah, full <laughs> circle. Full circle. The here. war on drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Stay in school. Uh, don't do school. Stay in drugs. Whichever one works for you. Really, though. Yeah. <laughs> if, if,
1: if there is any kids here, uh, yeah, I would highly recommend getting good grades. Like, don't get caught up in drugs in high school and then fuck up your trajectory for the future. But uh, I would say that, yeah, I'll say just the psychedelic portion of "quote unquote" drugs are—it's a very good idea if you if you want to get into it. Don't do it because I'm saying it, but if if you've been interested, it's uh, you can learn more than you ever possibly do.
0: Research on it. Do research on it. We we touched on the subject lightly, and uh, I mean, I have personal experience. Nick has personal experience with it, but these are our experiences, and they're primarily positive. Life-changing, I mean, my best friend told me when I introduced him to, to Mushrooms, he told me I saved his life. And I and I told Luke the same thing after a while when I did him. Like, it's just, it's a really positive life-changing experience. It broadens your horizons, broadens your perspectives, expands your mind, your third eye, whatever you want to call it. And it's quite a powerful experience. And it's just, you feel more connected, you feel connected to, every, to everything. It's definitely one thing that I can take away from it that's like an overwhelmingly feeling, but obviously mostly... Um, Ah, uh, positive is like you just feel interconnected with everything, like the universe. Like you just feel connected to everything. You know, it's like this oneness, this wholeness. You know that that you experience with it. And if you think that's a bad thing, if you think that sounds like a negative
1: thing for you, this podcast probably isn't for you. You know, and that's okay. But um, and I can explain you know, it if you like. I'll give you like a rough explanation of, of what happens. Um, so the research is showing that when you go on a psychedelic like mushrooms that it breaks down the sense of self that's in your brain. Like the ego. Yeah. It breaks down your ego. So you think you're Nick or Zaid or John or whatever your name is. And you are Jimmy. Yeah. You have all these experiences and you're this person on me, blah, blah, blah. When you take this drug, it erodes this network of information that you describe yourself with. And like when this happens, you uh, essentially you, you see what's left over when that's not there and essentially it's just awareness, um, consciousness. And you might hear that word thrown around a lot. I don't even like to use it cause it's so like new agey and whatnot. But I mean, if you look around, uh, the plants grow and grow towards the light and like they're aware and the animals are aware and we're aware. And ultimately, regardless of what form of life it is, this like same, the same consciousness is in everything. And it transcends the boundaries that our mind makes like in our mind, we think we're just a separate person, but in reality we're a part, we're just one piece maybe, uh, like a little cog and like a giant endless creation and consciousness is within all of it. And if you break down your ego enough and get to realize what you really are, like, that's what people are calling what is enlightenment. And I think that's, what's behind all the religions. And yeah. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, um, Follow your path. Like it's 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 attainable. Like you can find out the answers to everything you want to know. No doubt. The
0: information is out there.
1: I mean, we are in the age of Aquarius,
0: as they say, the age of enlightenment, the age of awakening. I think that's why there's so much pain and suffering going on right now in the world. It's because it's like there's almost like a growing pain. It's like getting ready to uh I always say it gets worse before it gets better. So it's like it's there's so much shit stirring up and like we're bursting at the seams, I feel like, as far as, like, with, with the reality we're in now, and, like, certain people believe in, like, unity and, like, love and, like, just a certain mindset that unifies people where then certain people believe in the opposite, and then some people are obviously somewhere in the middle, and so, like, you, you have people that live in their own reality essentially. I mean, not to discredit, like, the the, the crazy bad things that happen, but that shit will kill you if that's all you focus on. And I had to learn that the hard way because like I said, I've been studying this shit, occult, dark arts, um, child trafficking and, and 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 the New World Order ritualistic sorts of thing for a very long time. And, it, and it's brought me to depressive states before where it's just like you yep. feel the way to the world. I mean, we started we started off heavy. We were talking about slave labor in, in Asia that shit is sad. I mean, you, even my home country, Honduras, She got people making this bullshit money, and it's just like not being able to have clean water. Even you don't have to leave anywhere. You go to Flint, Michigan, like not having things that are just like basic necessities, and that be the world that we live in. And then beyond that, just not basic necessities, and then going worse, not having any liberties to being a sex slave, to being a labor slave, a prison inmate that has to work their ass off for three dollars a day whatever it is like this is the world we live in and so obviously like i feel like these thoughts are both on our minds and a forefront a lot more than the average person who doesn't like to think about these things and so but that people are waking up in drones. right like more right. people in,
1: in 2020 have i seen that would never ever think about this stuff have opened their minds to it and they're like holy shit dude. yeah
0: absolutely because it's it's getting hard to escape from it now like it's everywhere because like it's in our face like Everybody's so much about it. yeah so much keeps coming out like to, to like prove that these things are real and that they're happening and it's getting harder and harder for you to shut away and look away right. from it and and but you do have to find that balance for your mental health because if that's all you focus on then you'll you'll be it'll suck you in and you'll be I've lived it you know you get depressed you get sad it's like you'll feel powerless thinking that yeah like you. all these bad things are happening it's like what can I do to help and so you know there's always different things you can do but you have to be aware of them first you have to accept that that's like what's going on and then I, once you accept it you know it's easier to, to bear to bear it I feel like but you have to be able to talk about it like that's why I'm I'm a big believer in having a meaningful conversations like these you know that's why I started the podcast because it's like you know we could talk about sports we can get into you know what the Kardashians are doing or whatever whatever but like that doesn't bring any value to us on a, on a deeper level. And, you know, you all, and you always got to remember like checking in on somebody and I really like genuinely just speaking about what's going on in their mind, especially in these times that we are living in more than ever, where so much more real things are happening in the world that are important. It's good to have deep conversations with uh, people that not, even if they don't agree with you, just to, just to keep you on your toes and, and see where, your perspective needs to grow, if that, or you can, you know, enlighten somebody with some new knowledge. On, on the other hand, so it's important to have these conversations. I feel like a lot of the times this stuff is taboo. Um, yeah. Like people don't like to talk about it; they try to yeah. stay away from it. Yeah. But uh, I mean, these kids, these kids, at the end they don't they don't have a voice. And if we bring, if we can help bring awareness to it, I think that's a start by let, by acknowledging that it's real. I feel like the more and more people will start seeing the signs of that. Being happening, and then more and more people can intervene, and then these people can finally be held accountable as well—the ones that have evaded law and justice for so long. Like it took how long for Epstein to finally get caught and yeah. get and get his day in court, and even yeah. you know, and it never happened because of the "quote unquote" suicide of his. Right. You know. Right. So these people need to be held accountable. These powerful people that are orchestrating these fucking child sex rings and stuff like that need to be held accountable, and then more and more people know about it, and it's gonna be harder for them to be able to evade the law and, and and use their power to to just fly under the radar. You yeah. know, Bill Clinton's been alleged to be on this island over fifty times, just on the fight logs like twenty six times alone. Right. Former president, right. Prince Andrew. Right. I mean connections to so many people, so many elites and people refuse to believe it. Well, it's yeah. like it's there.
1: Yeah. I mean so uh Epstein had a house in Manhattan that the owner of Victoria's Secret gave him like Luthor, right. Like Lex Wexner. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, like the villain from Superman. Like, yeah, that guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Lex West Wexner, who owns Victoria's Secret, billionaire, uh, gave uh, Epstein like it's oh man, tens of millions of dollars. It's like a, a mansion, uh, a townhome actually. It's like fourteen million or something, something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I know. What you're talking about. For a fucking dollar,
0: she and gave it to him. Gave it to him. Well, literally, it was a gift. He gifted him a multi-million dollar estate, basically. A mansion. Like, a yeah. fucking massive piece of property. And a it's, gift. And to this day, nobody's exactly sure on how this man got his wealth anyway. Massive like, amounts. Tripping. Yeah, massive yeah. amounts of
1: wealth. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and it's not hard to draw the correlation. It's like, hey, uh, obviously, Lex Wexner... Is dealing his business deals with models to sell the lingerie, and you know there could easily be a relationship between them. Like he owns a lot of things, actually. That that guy does. Oh yeah, he owns a lot of stuff. It's not just Victoria's Secret. He's uh he's got a lot of stuff going on. And uh, oh yeah, what I was gonna say is that in this mansion, there's uh there's paintings on the wall. These really weird paintings that they got, and you can look them up. they they're on uh, Google Images. Uh, One of them is of Bill Clinton. And he's wearing a blue dress, woman dress, with, like, woman shoes on. And he's, like, slouched over sideways in a chair. Yeah, in, like, the the Oval Office or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people are saying that that blue dress was, like, Monica Lewinsky's dress. Or that, like, maybe Bill Clinton's a cross-dresser. But, I mean, this was on the wall in this man's house. Also, another one on the wall in his house was a picture of Bill Clinton sitting uh, Indian-style on the floor of the Oval Office. And he has uh, Jenga pieces and he has two uh rectangular twin towers and i think this was bush oh, I what i what i say? you said clinton oh it's not clinton i'm sorry yeah, uh, george I, Bush. Yeah, george bush yeah george bush excuse me the second one i'm talking about george bush sitting uh sitting on the floor of the oval office and he has two jenga towers built and in, in his hand he has a, a paper airplane yeah and it's just like yeah like you know that happened under, under his watch and you know depending on who you are a lot of people think that Nine Eleven 11 was money. an inside
0: job yeah like, that's what the belief is we'll, we'll go into Nine Eleven in another episode but uh don't forget uh tower seven was also a building that fell that same day it wasn't yep. just the Twin towers it was tower seven and the pentagon got hit too right all this happened like in the same day right
1: yeah the pentagon and that's the thing like When you look at photos of the Pentagon, no plane was ever. There was no plane plane. pieces or anything like that. They measured out the hole in the Pentagon, and it was way smaller than what they claimed the plane that hit it. Um, Yeah, so we basically there's a security video that's a few seconds long, and uh, there's just like a white flash that goes across the screen, and basically it's presumed that it was a missile that hit it. And then they said that, oh, it was a plane, this, this, and that. Well, that's kind of like the- No bodies, no, no carnage, no- Did no you see plane. the, uh, speaking of explosions, remember uh,
0: Lebanon recently? Oh, my that God. Explosion dude. that happened in Beirut, I think it was.
1: Yeah, I felt so sad when I saw that. That was intense. Yeah, that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. That was intense.
0: It looks like, I've seen like slow-mo videos that, like, it looks like a drone strike almost. Really? Yeah, like it looks it's almost like something flying in. It's not like a bird, and I don't think a bird would fly towards an explosion. Usually you see oh, birds yeah, I've you, seen see, you see, birds flying away from, like, fires, earthquake, right? fire, like, you know, that type of shit. I don't think a bird is like, oh, something fucking banged off. Let me go fly into it and see what's going on. Right, yeah,
1: there's a chemical and, uh, explosion happening. Uh, let's let's well, check it out. Yeah, let's yeah. fly over there and breathe that. Yeah. No.
0: So that's interesting, man. It's um, the governments and the powers that be. But, but this is like old shit It's always been fuck the man It's always been rage against the machine Until recently it seems like What do you mean? Like These are mantras from the 70s and stuff 60s oh, yeah, of like yeah. fuck the man And like exactly. people were against Vietnam War And what started all the that? What was that? The hippie movement the psychedelics. Psychedelic? Yeah. You know, and it all leads back to psychedelics So it's just It's interesting that like For generations we've been saying Don't trust the government They're out to get you There's fluoride in the water, uh, releasing syphilis in the black community, Tuskegee, the AIDS epidemic, uh, all these, all, I mean, the Bay of Pigs, I mean, conspiracy after
1: conspiracy after conspiracy, uh, as they like to say, but these are true events that happen that are documented. Right, I'll give you another one. This this is another one that woke me up to the United States not being the great country that they present them as, and I, I wholeheartedly believe in the United States. And the Constitution and the grounds on which this country was created for, but over time, I believe it was infiltrated and used for nefarious purposes. And what I'm going to tell you is something you can look up on uh, on on Wikipedia or the or the internet. I'm pretty sure it was the Bay of Tonkin incident yeah, to that. what caused us to go into the Vietnam War. And what it was is that they declassified it, uh, declassified it after a long time. But what they did was they claimed that there was a cruise ship. Full of American citizens that the Vietnamese government shot down and killed everybody on board. And then years and years later, they just declassified it. And essentially, the United States put an empty boat out there, blew it up themselves, told the media what had happened, that all these people had died and all this other stuff. And then at that point, the United States people decided that they gave they were, they- most, yeah, they've been trying They were trying to
0: go against... Uh, to war against Vietnam for a while, if I can, if I remember correctly, but most of the public was against it. Right. So that event, which is also known as a false flag operation, which right. we can go into that in future episodes, where there's yep. plenty of historical false flags yep. um, used to sway public's opinion on certain political agendas. Right, which was that exactly event. Which after that happened, all oh, like you said, oh, they blew up this boat while well, these Americans. Now the now in the public is like oh well let's go get them. like we got to yep. get revealed like that's where you know America blah, blah, whatever yeah but like like you said the doc because all documents have to be unclassified after a certain amount of time some mm-hmm. some vary but so you can go, once again don't believe a word we say go and look it up for yourself go read on the Bay of Tonkin go read on the Vietnam War go see what go see what started it go see what happened and then make your own conclusions about it but yeah. so that's why I just kind of piggyback off from like. The previous episode, where did we go from the, you know, Rage Against the Machine and to, like, oh, we got to get, like, all oh, the, the coronavirus, like, the government, they're looking out for us. They want the best. Like, they're looking out like this, this, that, and the third. So I thought we didn't trust them. I'm at a point where anything that comes from, especially this repeated over new many news uh, outlets, you have to, they have to be proven right for me, as opposed to me believing it. At all, like I have, to, I'm already like just a skeptic from 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 the jump. Like if CNN, Fox, whatever, they're saying something, I'm like, oh, there's something more going on. I got like, the, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's something more going on. Like I don't just take it at face value. Like that almost has to be proved right for me to be like, oh, okay, well, like CNN said this, so this is credible. Whereas opposed to the opposite, I feel like most people are like, well, it's on
1: CNN, of course it's true, right? They just you know? take it, you know, as yeah. as the truth, right? Not yeah. Like that.
0: I mean, time, 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 and time again, we've seen that like the news outlets can't be trusted. The government will will twist the truth to 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 get it to be on a certain spectrum of a political agenda. You know, not just this government. countless of times
1: in history, across governments and empires, we've seen this go down. And the truth that that points to, and it is the truth, is that the people of any given country have all the power. like uh, government, government population consists of like a very small percentage of the population of an entire country. And, uh, at any moment, the people of any country could stand up and take back their country. And there was nothing, there's nothing that the government can do about it. That's why the constitution exists to protect us from that. Yeah. Um, hijack it though. Yep. So yeah. And if you think about, Hey, like, yeah, the people actually have all the power, not the government, then it would be, in their best interests to use the media and information as a way to get the entire group to do one specific thing that they want to have happen. And that's how it goes, man. Like he was saying, there's been false flags all across history. Uh, Hitler did it. Hitler burned down his own Capitol building, blamed it on somebody else, went to war. Um, I can't really, I mean, yeah. And then they're saying that, you know, nine 11 was the same thing. Like, Hey, yeah, we want to invade the middle East. Dude, the most famous false flag, I feel like, which is now used as a,
0: um, just like as a used as a statement to talk about these type of things when the Trojan horse. The Trojan oh, horse. Yeah. The whole concept of the Trojan horse that they gifted him this giant beautiful wooden horse as a gift of like mercy or like yeah whatever and like we give up or whatever peace. It was full of fucking soldiers in Right, ready to invade. Pop right out in the, the, the nice
1: slaughter everybody. Slay everybody in the place. That's
0: that's a false flag that's yeah. that's probably the original like main false flag, you know what I mean, and that like it's happened since the dawn of man. It seems like since man knew what governing and power structures were, there's been abuse of that, so that's why I'm a believer of like as small government as possible. some people but there's like that famous quote is like people if you had to choose between security and freedom, people give up their freedom for a small sense of security, yeah. No, and 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 security is never promised. Right. Security was, from outside of yourself. Right. Like you're not,
1: you know, providing your own security, but you're putting your trust into some, yeah, some like, other entity to take care of you. Anything can happen at any given time.
0: And and, and that's the way life works, is a wild ride. You never know. Yep. But uh, I think we're gonna get ready to wrap this up. It's been a good episode. We've had a good time. We talked about a lot Um, as I'm sure you guys can see as these episodes go on, we get a little deeper. We get into some shit that might be a little bit uncomfortable for you guys. And I understand that. But uh, like I said, man, just just do your own research. Just go read on this type of stuff. Uh, If you have to rewind and and hear a name again that we said, and you have to go do that. DuckDuckGo is definitely recommended over over Google. Google sometimes kind of seems to hide things and they do a lot of tracking and stuff like that. But uh, it's just like some really important stuff going on, guys. Educate yourself, create your own opinions. You don't have to believe a word I say or what Nick says. Just read into it yourself, create your own opinion. Um, and you know, but most of all, thank you for listening. Appreciate the support. Thank you for sticking with us. We I I have no idea how far we're in at this point. Probably like closer to going on two hours. Probably or two. Yeah. 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 So if you're still here, we, we appreciate you. You guys are real as fuck. It's been a it's been a journey, but. Uh, You know, it's what we're here for, man. It's what we're here for. We're talking about the, the, the tough subjects that nobody wants to talk about. And just spreading some awareness, peace, love, and happiness to everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Stay weird, motherfuckers.